This is what I love about digging into cult leaders, is that they will always develop cults at an amazingly young age. Like yeah. Jim Jones is doing this shit to like twelve year olds. Yeah, he would take them to um the uh, the morgue after hours and put them into caskets. <laughs> And show them Frank Zappa, dude, because they don't get it, bro. <laughs> you don't understand Joe's Garage Volume 3, dude. You got to listen to it in a casket. <laughs> and now I'm going to shut it on you. Pray for forgiveness. Pray for it. I still don't forgive you. Hello and welcome. This is The Quiet Storm. Blood on the sand. Blood on the sand. Blood on the sand. And this is our first episode. First. Uh, I am Michael Johnson, your, uh, <laughs> how you say, master of ceremonies. Uh, this is uh, Bob Keen with me. I yes, w- I'm the first mate of love. <laughs> first mate of love. I was going to call you uh, our uh, our boat comic <laughs> for the night, <laughs> for, the, for this evening. <laughs> Try the veal. And this is our captain, Mr. Andre Hashem. Andre Hashem here. Ooh. Captaining, guiding the ship. Him, they call him Captain Daddy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Let's lower this yeah, music. Now with the mustache. <laughs> it's getting awkwardly sexual in here. Yeah, it's, it's, I got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is Blood on the Sand. Thanks for tuning in. This is uh, where, we, where we find fucked up kind of dark stories yeah. and... Tell them uh, in tropical settings, you Murder, know? Murder, tragedy, like, and mayhem in sunny, lovely places. Ooh, so beautiful. So beautiful, so wonderful. And yet it gets dark. Oh, this one's really dark. This get, Yeah, this yeah. one. Well, this it gets a, dark. It's, I don't is, know if it starts dark. It's. I mean, it doesn't start great. Yeah. If you've ever, if, if, <laughs> None no, of these. No. If you've ever been just super broke, at the very least, you're going to find the first parts dark as well. <laughs> like, if you've ever had all your money taken from you, it's dark. And it's and, and this is, our, yeah, this is our first episode right. of our second arc, our second chapter. This is our first episode ever, Bob. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, 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 we're good. No, that's fine. That's perfect. That, that works. <laughs> well, this is our first ever recorded episode releasing on September 11th. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Andre, you ready to get into it? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, this oh. is this is going to be a, a weird one. We're going to get a little dirty. Um, hope, uh, we're going to bully a nerdy guy. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Bob, Which is how great. do you feel, Bob? Getting you know, revenge. I'm uh you know, I I I I always wanted to be the bullies that hurt me back back in the day and <laughs> You know what? I think this guy is a perfect uh, guy to stuff into a, a proverbial locker. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, the the I shit get the that he does. I feel like he wound yeah. up locked in some kind of locker. Well, hopefully eventually. I, 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 I can imagine he that actually happened to him. I have a few, and he also kind of grew up in the time when like kids did get bullied and stuff. We're going to get into it. It's This is a great... It's not a great story. I mean, it's a great story. It's not a happy story. It's not story. good. <laughs> but well, it's none of great. it's good that it happened, but it is a great story. It's bad that it happened, a, but it's good that we can make you like, listen I couldn't to us write talk this. about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like I I wrote this script, but it's based off of all real facts. Mm-hmm. So well, that's well who really wrote that? Real oh, facts Lord. is also gonna be a thing. Yeah. Awesome. It's gonna be a, oh this, yeah, this is one of the issues that you've been having is that what is truth? I I, I broke with truth We've for a little bit. We've all been having that this. issue, guys, <laughs> for about three and a half years now. This is some this was, yeah, seriously having to go into verifying unverified sources that later got like quoted but in the new york times and i was like i don't know what's real anymore (laughs) (laughs) the earth is flat this is a simulation (laughs) and i used to be a semi-legitimate journalist so i was like three sources and then like it was some of this stuff just gonna go with our guts we're gonna use our logic and tear it apart we're going we're not going by journalistic (laughs) standards we're going by podcast and standards So That's let's get one into source, it. and it might be on drugs. Get into it. I'm There's so excited. Let's get into it. Sex, oh, yeah. self-help, harems, hypnosis, mind control, money laundering, Nazi aliens, branding, coup d'etats, maybe murder, more sex These on this episode. These are a few of my favorite <laughs> things. Well, there you go. We There's the episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> a few of my favorite things about to happen. So August 26th. Uh, so in, uh, just on this day in history, real quick, since this is a quick podcast, uh, a oh, history wait, podcast. Oh, wait, time. Can't be good. <laughs> so uh, 1920, the 19th Amendment to the Constitution guaranteeing uh, American women the right to vote was certified. Uh, uh, so that's oh, a, definitely a tragedy. That's a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
So, uh, uh, 1768, Captain James Cook sets sail from England on board the HMS Endeavor. He is a future episode Man, of ours. You are, yeah. you are doing a deep, deep, I don't even know why. 1814, going. Chilean War of Independence. There's infighting between rebel forces against the Spaniards. You would bring up the Chilean War <laughs> well, of Independence. Well, just because I got to drop this name. There's Jose Miguel Carrera. Makes sense. The other guy, Bernardo O'Higgins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The Irish be getting around. <laughs> the Irish been getting around. Yeah. August 26, 2009, kidnapping victim uh, J.C. Dugard is discovered alive in California after being missing for over 18 years. And in 2018, three people are killed and 11 wounded during a mass shooting at a Madden NFL uh, video game oh, tournament in Jacksonville, shit. Florida. August 26th. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what you get for running up the score. Yeah. All right. And in 1960, in Newark, New Jersey, Vera and James Ranieri give birth to a son. Uh, well, Vera more than James, but uh, they have a son. Uh, <laughs> well, they're half and half. And they name him Keith Allen Ranieri. Uh, James is a big time ad exec, Mad Men style. He handled uh, advertising uh, for giant uh, international accounts in New York City. Uh, one of them is the Seagram's Liquor Company. That's going to be. Uh, oh, big fan. Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> big fan. And then also. Oh, bumpy face. But it's there. There's that that in and itself is a callback for later. Awesome. Uh, okay. Pay attention. So he befriends yeah, attention. their top Legit. executives. He is a fundraiser for the Democratic Party. Vera was a professional dancer, but it's the 60s and she got pregnant, so she's a retired dancer now. And uh, uh, <laughs> Happens to the best of them. Well, it'll happen well, to all no, of us. Well, no, 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 no. The real ones keep dancing. <laughs> well, yeah. They just, go, I, they just, they just work at uh, uh, Vince Neal's Girls, Girls, Girls. Yeah. Oh. Las Vegas. Vera, off the strip. Vera Neri seems a little too classy for that. Because oh. yeah. she ends up giving ballroom dancing lessons from their home. So that's how, As opposed to dancing on your balls in a room. Yeah, I was about to say, like, how long is that stripper pole? <laughs> ballroom. Jesus Christ. Uh, and also, Vera is a bit of a party. Uh, maybe oh, two- shit. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Hang on a minute. She drinks a lot. Oh, <laughs> that kind of party. Is it 60s party. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it was she, coming back. Dude, she just married him for the employee discount on <laughs> gin. <laughs> every, every bottle I get, I get 10 free bottles. You know, this is what James Bond puts martinis. <laughs> Yeah, I guess at that point you can only teach ballroom dancing because you can't move any faster. Like that's <laughs> Why are we doing this ballroom dancing in the back of this alley? Shut up, I'm drunk. <laughs> okay. All right, so, and, and we already mentioned this, so I'll just be quick about it, but the one thing we have to take account into all of this is just that, like, truth is hazy, uh, and I did do my best to just whittle out all the facts, so here we go. All right, so first right. quote, take no music breath. so far, short quote. Uh, so some kids are born evil. Keith was born evil. <laughs> <laughs> now that is how you start a goddamn story. Jesus, yeah. So, <laughs> a lot better than all those references. Uh, Call me Ishmael. <laughs> Keith was born evil. So that's, Bob had bitched. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Jessica Plout, or Plot, uh, a woman uh, with special needs who went to school with Keith from the second to the fourth Wait, grade. Wait, what kind of special needs? Because she came up with some poetic shit. Ballroom dancing <laughs> was I, her special need. Right. I, I, I'm just saying, I don't think her eyes were that close together. She's coming up with that kind of like very salient, well, poetic insight. Although maybe I'm just being ableist. You are, because you know that they had to look eye to eye, her and Keith. Oh, so fuck. both of their eyes are really <laughs> close together. You know, really, this is just a, a success story of a couple special ed kids who made good. <sighs> What are those it's, kids up well, to now? So they're they're in they're together in the Waldorf School, which is like a really elite private school in New York City. Because they he was born in Newark, but they end up moving to For Brooklyn. The most brilliant inbred old money people. <laughs> yeah, it's like even even then it was like I think like thirteen thousand a year or something like that to go there. Wow. Um, so she uh, went to school with Keith from the second to the fourth grade, and then she left. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're gonna get to that. <laughs> and I so. hadn't seen him since until now, and I still remember he was born evil. <laughs> now Jessica would have a particular insight on how evil Keith was because of what she calls the microscope incident. That That's oh never, my God. that can't be a good thing. Yeah, what that, the fuck could this be? It happened when they were in the third grade. So in the third grade in a science class, kid and this kid Matthew are looking at fly like dissected flies under a microscope. Jesus. And Jessica asked to look, but when she looks into the microscope, Keith takes them away. Um, Her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he's, so she's like, I want to look at your fly. And he's like, that's my fly. And, and he then he it. eats it. And he's, <laughs> he's he like, was born evil. He's what, like seven years old at this point? 
Yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah. Third, third grade. Seven, eight. Okay. Third grade science was... The, I mean, we didn't I have anything. A, I was a way bigger dickhead back then, but I feel yeah. like this is a more specific kind of dickhead. So... <laughs> Uh, this is our this is our first uh, long one of the day, so I'm gonna get some music on this. Ooh. I said I don't see anything, Keith. There's nothing here, there, and he goes, "There is, but you're just too stupid to see what it is." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I'm not stupid," <laughs> and then he goes, "Oh yes, you are. You're one of the stupidest people I've ever met. You're so stupid, nobody wants to be your friend." And Matthew just stood there with his mouth open. <laughs> okay. To be oh. fair. Where do you think the flies went? Of course, Matthew had to have his mouth open. To be fair, I've done almost exactly that. Uh, but it was freshman year of high school, and I told a girl she was fat, ugly, stupid, and nobody liked her. Uh, <laughs> and all she, I don't even remember what she did to me, but it, it, it wasn't much. <laughs> In your defense, was she? <clears throat> oh yeah! Oh, dude, I nailed it. Like, okay. I absolutely nailed it. Uh, but uh, you know, it's you know that Catholic that Catholic school uniform didn't do her any favors. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, I'm so, my yeah. future hero. Well, no, so and I know I, I <laughs> so I skipped a little bit. There was a chunk between his birth and there. We're gonna get to that. What happens in those years toward the end of this episode? Okay, um, but it'll Don't make put sense. Don't the card before it, the horse. But it'll just make sense why for anyone listening. They're like, well, what happened before? Wait, seven? he was born at <laughs> seven years old, right? So, um, according to uh, James uh, Keith's dad, uh, Keith. Well, actually, it's according to one of Keith's girlfriends later says that James said this, but for all intents and purposes. When they were having marital problems and Keith was acting up in school a lot, so they took him to get a and like an IQ test and probably just behavioral test overall. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it came back that he was pretty smart, and they thought he needed a win. So they tell him, "Hey, but you're like actually one like you're really really intelligent." And uh, James, his dad, says. It was almost like a switch went off. And then... <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, that's oh, never shit. good in these kind of stories. Oh, no. And suddenly, it, overnight, he turned into, like, Jesus Christ. And that he was superior and ever, that, and better than everyone, like oh a deity. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just like a complete dickhead overnight. Holy shit. <laughs> well, Bob, uh, you, you know that. My parents did give me one too many hugs. Yeah. And, uh, You're a little too confident. Uh, oh, yeah, without a doubt. And, like, the nightmare is that it has absolutely served me well. Uh, when do you start your <laughs> sex cult? <laughs> Baby boy. When we get interns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we bring one person in, and right. for each one, they recruit. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like an improv class. Dude, uh, this is all just I, I guarantee you there was a, a a similar moment in the in his in like Iceberg Slim's life. Mm. The pimp I, Iceberg Slim. Yeah. I feel like because a lot of these multi-level marketing guys, I've, I'm halfway familiar with with the story going forward. Yeah, that's just like pimps without swag. <laughs> They're, they're just like, well, that seems like a garish outfit, but uh, I will still manipulate people to please my <laughs> basest impulses. Well, on the ride over here, you, you were saying pimp light, and then you said uh, pimp zero. Yeah, pimp zero. It's oh, like the diet, diet pimp. Diet yeah, pimp. Yeah, yeah, diet pimp. Mm, yeah. No calories in this, in this <laughs> all, pimp. All the exploitations, none of the carbs. <laughs> so, obviously, this makes everything in the Ranieri household way, way worse. Uh, because <laughs> now you have a fucking antichrist yeah. in your home. <laughs> I'm the smartest man alive, mother. <laughs> Cook me waffles you and make them the way I want them. The <laughs> Test I me. want them squad. <laughs> Test me. I know all of my multiplication tables. Yes, we're going to get there. Awesome. <laughs> I know everything about math. Tell me, Ask me a question. I talked to God. I put him to voicemail. Yeah. So what's, what's uh, the square root of 20? Nothing. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. It has no square root. It's like a guy in 2004 just became an atheist. He's yeah. just fucking. Oh, he's like, like a Bill Maher. God don't bless you. God oh. doesn't bless anybody. I'm going to go on Twitter. If God was so good, why would bad things happen to good people? Oh, you've, you've seen my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so so everything is terrible in the, in the, the Ranieri household. And when uh, Keith is eight uh, in 1968, he uh, James and Vera divorce. And Keith, Vera gets custody. Uh, and 
they move to Suffern, which is like a wealthy suburb. James is a like raising a kid like that. You live in a place called Suffern. <laughs> <laughs> this the, is just the writing irony itself. is lost. I really. mean, this God, is this is the kind of shit that gets sent back from the editor. You know, it's yeah. like listen, man, great story, Stephen King, but. We can't be suffering. Yeah, yeah, on it, the it, nose. Ma suffering, Maine? Are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> suffering, Maine? So, uh, and if you're a lady who is already bored to drunk tears in Brooklyn, you're going to have your eyes open to a whole new level of boredom in the suburbs. Veer's drinking gets exponentially worse, and she adds prescription medication. Uh, That's this, always a good mix. Well, this, I mean, <laughs> you're getting your money's worth. That's a force multiplier. Yeah. That's synergy. That's true. You save money that way. That's getting, yes. that's yes. getting fucked up synergy. If you have to raise Lucifer, mm -hmm. you're not doing it sober. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, and this is, again, this is according to Keith to one of his early girlfriends. So I, I don't know how good he was on his bullshit. It does track. We're going to, I do actually believe the alcoholism because of what happens later, but it's, Hmm. There's always a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so she's zonked out all the time and Keith has to take care of her. So he develops a nocturnal lifestyle that he keeps the rest of his life. And he said like later on, he kind of brags about like, I only sleep, you know, like I don't sleep, whatever. That's part of my genius. Yeah. Bob and I both have that. <laughs> no, all three of us have yeah, that. I, <laughs> so. Yeah, but this oh. guy maintains it. We, I, I pass out a lot. I never sleep. Oh. Yeah, I just jerk awake from being blacked out. That's yeah. <laughs> you jerk off when you wake up. This guy planned oh, his 15 yeah. minutes of sleep every night. <laughs> what a loser. So that's such a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, I feel like at this point, yeah, he's, he's never very... bully. Never bully a guy that doesn't sleep. <laughs> that's just that's just one on one level shit. I'm going to wait for you while you're sleeping, Bob. <laughs> it's like this guy's gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, he's up when you're all right. Uh... <laughs> Never, never, never riff. Uh, so where did I go? Uh, okay, so he develops a nocturnal lifestyle, and so he has to stay awake to put her to bed. Like, she just, like, passes out and shit everywhere, so he has to put, a, put her to bed and, like, clean up her vomit and stuff like that. So on nights when she's just sober enough to stand, she makes Keith ballroom dance with her, and he kind of hints that they might have gotten a little handsy. That's uh, what I was about to wow. say. Yeah. This is. I've seen. Uh, oh wait, I've seen this one on Pornhub. <laughs> Mom, stepmom, you're drunk. <laughs> well, maybe stepmom wouldn't have to drink so much if your father would fuck me. Like, and yeah, that turns yeah. into a couple hidden fingers. But this isn't stepmother. This is real. I know, but that is just real. The real. They, they softened it up so I could jerk <laughs> off to it. I'm not that much of a deviant. Come on now. Do you remember Jerry? Uh, Jerry Springer during the yeah. 90s. Mm -hmm. I, all I can remember is like stories like this all the yeah. time on them. Like, I <laughs> I got lonely one night and I went in my son's bedroom and jerked him off. <laughs> and just like, Jesus Christ. You're like, this is more damaging than what you did in the bedroom. Now, saying it on national television. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, well, though, that was, uh, that, those of those were just actors. Mm. Well, they had the paternity test. You that are not the father. That was Maury. Those were good. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean, how about if they made the a mix of the two? The classics are classics for a reason. <laughs> so, okay, but that's a little sad, and it'll make you empathize just a little bit, but want to hear more stories of him being an asshole. Yeah, here All we right. go. <laughs> so at 12, uh, he starts claiming that he's the East Coast judo champ for his age group. Good lie. <laughs> Good lie to have. We all do one of those kids in, like, primary school. Like, third grade. I was, like, I'm, I'm the, the fastest I'm, runner. I'm so, I'm so good at karate, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> there was that one kid who like found a black like leather belt and tried to bring oh. in it bring it into school like I got my black belt. Yeah, yeah. You just, <laughs> well, they even still, put notches in it. It's still folded like. Yeah. From the <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean just like a leather one he stole from his dad. Oh, yeah, like, like a suit belt is yeah, like way like, too big for him because uh, his dad's a big fat fuck and hasn't <clears throat> fucked his wife well <laughs> once in his life. Yeah, where's Keith on that one? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck my wife, Keith. He's busy fucking his mom. He's oh. just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting in time. It's Laying practice. pipe. It's practice, Well, man. you're getting cucked by your nine-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a pasture. <laughs> <laughs> you know a fourth grader eats pussy better than you do, Phil? <laughs> oh. That would hurt. That would hurt. Oh. It was a lover's triangle. It's like, yeah, but kids are dirty. They don't know better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah God. <laughs> they All don't right. have shame yet, like, so it can really be fun. Just have a peanut butter jelly and sandwich in there and the fucking crayons. You could get me on peanut butter and honey, I think, actually. <laughs> get them to practice the alphabet with their tongue. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is how he's so good with his multiplication tables. That's how like, did you win the spelling bee, little Timmy? I eat my mom's <laughs> pussy with the alphabet. Oh, my God. Please remember that because that's going to come back. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, no. Just like as, as a riff. Not, I'm into not, it. Just, all right. So Tracy McCarran, <laughs> uh, middle school classmate, said, uh, actually, let's just, let's, this is long enough for Hawaiian dreams. Uh, his ego was through the roof. There were after school times. I guess Keith was waiting to be picked up and uh, he was in his martial arts outfit and would do all his moves in front of me trying to impress me, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, no, we totally all had this kid in school. This, yeah. kid, this one was just industrious. That was half of them. Yeah. Half of all kids. 99% yeah. of kids are Especially liars. Especially like during oh, peak yeah. Power Rangers years. Oh, I don't know. Mm. When was this? So oh, this, this was, was way was before. 12. Yeah. This is 72. He was like the Black but Sabbath this is, of the weird kid. This is like Bruce Lee and all the karate is giant <clears throat> oh, right now. Man. So yeah, yeah, like this exactly. is this is 100% like a lie you would do. Yeah. And be oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, no, like I went into, like I just, I came back from a tournament just like I this weekend. You, yeah. you like kids, punch yourself in the face. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's middle school kids talking about, talking about I do BJJ, do, do Brazilian <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu. I'm, I'm, oh, no, hang on, I gotta go call Joe Rogan. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they do now. Yeah, that's the, that's the now version of this. Yeah, but back then he was like, yeah, uh, Bruce Lee uh, called me personally. Bruce Lee's uh, my friend. I'm uh, going to train him for his next movie role. Dude, yeah, there was a guy in high school like that that was like just <laughs> yeah. literally everything. It was, he would lie about being wealthy, and then he like showed up with just a horrifically beat up Toyota Camry. He was like, no, 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 my parents are like trying to – but it was just – Every it was like everything from top to bottom was. That a kid had like the the saddest life story. It was school. well. What was crazy is he had st for a week because we're all dumb and like thirteen. Everyone believed it for a week. Yeah, and, and then like everything. So he was super popular at the first week of school, and then everything started coming like out, and, and then, then it all he literally came spent apart. The next three three and point nine years like by himself <laughs> oh, <laughs> his toyota and, corolla just sad and that all boy's beat up. and that bullied super villain boy's name was <laughs> jeffrey bezos <laughs> <laughs> he'll show you he'll show you all i have 200 billion dollars now <laughs> i'm going to be a trillionaire and you're all ants <laughs> <laughs> thanks coronavirus i'm now wealthier than ever <laughs> pestilence only gives me more power <laughs> Uh, I just want to announce that I might be marrying Jeff Bezos soon. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll I'll give him. I'll, I'll just I just want one percent. Yeah, that's all. I'm not a greedy hoe. Yeah, right. Like I'll. I'll Dude, a half a percent would still. Half a percent that would be a would, billion. Half a percent would be like yeah. bigger than the like. It would put you in the top half of like countries' GDPs. Yeah, <laughs> you could buy. Nigeria. You could buy. You could. You could. Uh, you could. Oh yeah, with one you percent, you're richer than Donald Trump. Yeah, you could finance. <laughs> you could, you could buy America. You could finance Guyana or something. Like, yeah. Oh for, man, for only one billion dollars a year, you can how feed more, everybody in Guyana. How do more billionaires not turn into Bond villains? You, it's so because it's not it's worth, such a small it's not fraction of your fortune. Yeah, what are you yeah. gonna gain? Yeah, <laughs> they, 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 yeah, Bond just villains. Fun. Just no, that's uh, why Bond villains are always fucking weirdos. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They have psychotic. Like I want to control the world. And there's just some Warren Buffett's like, why? <laughs> the yeah. world can just serve you. <laughs> well, that's what Keith wanted to do, right? Like he wanted to take over the world, but then he started getting like really easy pussy. And he's like, ah, well, I, this is enough. I what my my guess from all of this stuff is that he was kind of smart, but very lazy. So it's like because it's oh okay, he fooled okay. you too. No, no, no. Like where it's like he like learns all like things half-assed, but can kind of fool other people into his his genius is as a bullshit artist. Yeah, yeah. And well, as opposed to a liar, those are two mm -hmm. different things. Like a because a liar acknowledges the truth <laughs> to then contradict it. <laughs> a bullshit artist is asking like, "Is this true?" He's like, "What?" <laughs> that's it's like how, asking um, me what green smells like like i don't it's funny that you say that because hh holmes was like that he would get um he would he wouldn't pay anybody except for his morphine guy well, and like yeah that's the one he's getting the yeah, that's the, what he need, he's got you need, you need your morphine guy. i don't need yeah, lights you, you can't <laughs> you bullshit morphine you can't bullshit morphine exactly <laughs> but like one time he lied to him or something like he was like a veterinarian or something and like the morphine guy was like so um, how's the veterinarian uh, business going? He's like, 
what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he couldn't Because he's a bullshitter. He's not a liar. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I never told you that. You just give me morphine. <laughs> <laughs> I just use this to murder women. What look, are you I don't know what you're telling me, man. Look, look, look. Just say whatever you do. Yeah, I'm a veterinarian. <laughs> do whatever you need to tell yourself at night, dude. I got some bitches to yeah, murder. Yeah, come on. You're selling me morphine. Come on. This is more, <laughs> this already, is more for you. Look, you've already <laughs> done it. I could. Yeah, if I go down, you go down, too. I'll snitch. Fucking, I'm, I'm a sociopath. <laughs> all right so at 12 uh more bullshit okay so Ooh. this is so this is all bullshit 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 okay so awesome. <laughs> so another bullshit at 12 he taught himself algebra geometry trigonometry and calculus uh in the course of a, a long weekend he was bored and he just he timed it 19 hours That's also what you do he 12. taught himself the words <laughs> just tapping it out the syllables yeah. <laughs> jeez yeah 12 i don't think i can learn even... how to spell the 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 word i went to math camp and i couldn't figure that shit out like yeah. fucking all right and so... you were 26 <laughs> i was 10 and it was when i smoked my first cigarette oh i'm sorry mr logic <laughs> Uh, also, he claims that he tied the state record for the hundred yard dash. <laughs> it was me and Usain Bolt. This guy's just starting to sound like a like a less ambitious Kim Jong Un. <laughs> so it's like, no, I uh, I I uh, I can count toothpicks. Yeah, like, and, uh, you know, you could just say you're descended from a sun god, right? <laughs> and also, uh, hole in one every game. Hole in one. So all right, so that so that's claim algebra, claim hundred yard dash, fact. Uh, at uh, also at twelve, he reads Isaac Asimov's Second Foundation. It's a book that delves into uh, mind control to harness human potential. Ah, I thought you were gonna say Ayn Rand, but it would have been the same outcome. He, he, eh, pretty much. He's <laughs> a huge, huge fan of Atlas Shrugged. Oh, giant fan. No, yeah, that doesn't strike oh, me. That's <laughs> gonna be episode, I think. Four or five, but Ooh, that is subscribe now to hear more about he's, Atlas Shrugged. He's a huge fan. You want to want to read it live on the podcast? This guy, no, no, this guy totally seems like just like a, a, a Paul Ryan if he didn't do cardio. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just a huge Ayn Rand, just everything for me. Fuck you, got well, mine. Well, Fountainhead is a pretty fucking good book. Fountainhead's amazing. Yeah, that's well, that's sort of the problem with some of this shit. I was like, am I this guy? Just like well, a half-ass yeah. version. I like of this Atlas guy. <laughs> Ayn yeah. Rand, the Joe Rogan of authors. <laughs> Makes one good point, but if you take it too seriously, things go really, really sideways. <laughs> yeah, just 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 watch the clips. He's a he's a good guy. Just don't listen to everything he yeah. thinks. Yeah. <laughs> you would sound like an idiot too if you yeah. recorded three hours look, every look, fucking look, other day. If, Ayn Rand only seems like a stone cold awful person because mm -hmm. they just kept asking her the wrong questions. Well, and her books are like this thick. Yeah, if they were down to a meet a good. Two, three hundred pages. Yeah, I got the point of the Fountainhead like way less than halfway through it, and yeah, then was, yeah, you have you to had finish to get it. to that point where he was fucking knocking out rocks or whatever. I don't even, what? Yeah, when he's in a quarry and yeah. just shit, just like what the f I like. Also, I kind of wanted to do that, but <laughs> in a time when you can live on thirty cents a day, uh, we all wish that we were Fa Faulkner novels. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a terrible time to exist. <laughs> Think about how miserable we are right now just because you're not willing to spend the money on air conditioning. <laughs> but the only reason I'm miserable is because air conditioning exists. Mm -hmm. See, if there did if, if there wasn't if, if there that, was no expectation. Exactly, exactly. Mm. You make a, a you make a point. Yeah. They had AC. Without no, they didn't in 17... Andre, all we, his books take place in like 1700. We, Andre, yeah. in a world without central AC, you would have more body hair. <laughs> you would. You'd be more of a man, Andre. That's You'd be true. more Arabic. <laughs> All right, so enough about He's fucking. more Arab than Chile and All right. more Arab than men now. <laughs> <laughs> Where is my body hair? Oh, it's everywhere. Oh, there's, I guarantee if I ever go back and visit them, they're going to be like, you're not one of us. Like, you're not. <laughs> I am your grand mufti. Oh. Like, oh, you have you're to half... go to woman bathroom. <laughs> it's whole in outside. They make me wear a burger. Like... <laughs> you are basically woman here. <laughs> we could stone you right now. It's, it's legal. It's fucking legal. <laughs> if you get within three steps of me while I'm walking, I will slap you with a fucking scimitar. <laughs> Zing! All right. So, fact reads Isaac Asimov's uh, second foundation. Another fact: when he's thirteen, Vera calls Vera's mom calls James's dad because she's very worried about Keith's behavior. What'd she call him a cuck? <laughs> 
on the phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, oh yeah, because he cucked him. <laughs> God damn it, Andre. <laughs> We're there. Sorry. Uh, she says that she overhears him on the phone with dozens of girls, which would be probably fine, except he's telling each one of them, you're special, you're the only one. And, Did uh, he start a cult? <laughs> what the fuck? So when he's Wait, 13. Wait, who hasn't done that? <laughs> 12 girls on the phone while okay, you're talking to your wife? a bit much. <laughs> It was, it was, it was apparently, so it was like a, she generalized, but it was like, it, she said dozens. So, but like, he, so that's that's ambitious. That's a weird fucking phone call. Like, you call somebody and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll talk to you in a second, Bob. I love you and you're special. Uh, So, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, wait, wait a second, Bob. I love you and you're special. Yeah, it's like, like, like an emotional, I love you and you're special. Like an emotional cold caller. Wait, Bob, wait one second. I love you and you're special. Uh, (laughs) He, he boiler room fucks. Yeah. It's a numbers game. You can just hear it in the background. And just, yeah, fuck, (laughs) Vin Diesel's running around for some reason. Come on, guys. We've got to sell these fucking penny stocks. (laughs) All right, so later is part of his uh, bullshit life story. The bullshit life story they cobbled together. He says that he started taking college level classes in high school because of all the math and stuff that he figured out. Um, what really happened is that he just actually got into some AP level classes in high school and he just lied and said that those were college classes. This is a good way to mm-hmm. go about life. Actually, yeah, this is just my <clears throat> this is my life story. If I cared to go to college or be impressive, I would have made these lies. <laughs> yeah, I was just- in a couple AP classes. Got like C's, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, this guy's uh, spinning that into godhood. Yeah, you don't, you you uh, you lie to where you want to be, right? Right. You know what? I just lacked ambition. Yeah, <laughs> it's ambition, narcissism, or whatever the fuck this guy. So another claim, by the way, <laughs> he trains himself to be a classical level pianist, of course, <laughs> and also taught himself to play six other instruments and sing high tenor in musicals. And he turned down a scholarship to Juilliard. Claim. <laughs> this is Bob. So, so Bob. It's so easy to track. That's Bob, a phone call. Bob, uh, th- this one is actually interesting because Andre, in his uh, neurosis or whatever you want to, just like insanity, found uh, a, a cassette of him playing piano. Uh, you found a cassette of this guy playing piano? It's an it's, online recording of it a cassette. It is so bad. It's just it's just in terrible <laughs> Mike, quality. Mike tried to save it if, so that we could play it for this, but, but it it's just, so ratty that it's impossible. <laughs> like, He's playing like Moonlight di- Sonata, and it's not <laughs> terrible. It's like... It's I, wildly it's, amateurish. It's, it's, well, it's, like it's, it's not classical, not... Not even where you would get accepted into Juilliard level. Like you could just hear it. And it's pretty fucking exclusive. Yeah, yeah. It's like I say, I could play guitar like Kirk Hammett, then you just play and nothing else matters. Like Uh, you're just playing exactly like him, dude. And the three of us are musicians. Like you can also just like sit down with one hard song and bang it out and kind of learn it okay. And and other people that don't know how to play would be like, that's amazing. But someone. Yeah, yeah. everybody. Yeah, I grew up with jazzers (laughs) in my family. Like, oh, that sounded white as fuck. Like, Just like, yeah, everything was right, I guess. Uh, uh, they were on top of the beat. Like, yeah, there's a million ways to not play that well. Yeah, it's called a fake book. Yeah. <laughs> it'll show you how. Yeah. It'll show you, okay, you're going to play the C chord here, the D chord here, the C chord there, and yeah. E chord. I, I, was, I was in high school with a bunch of guys like, I can play fucking Tommy the Cat by Primus. And then they fucking, and I'm just like, that doesn't sound like it. Your hand's <laughs> doing weird shit. No, but, uh, come on. It's, it, that's what they told. It sounded good yesterday. That's what the, that's what the online tabs told me. <laughs> oh, God. <Yeah>. Online tabs. <laughs> Jesus. You do it by ear or by nothing. Uh, <laughs> if you read music, you're a cut. That sounds like Mrs. Hashem speaking for a second. <laughs> All right, so claim, this is not about my upbringing, claim. <laughs> uh, he says he now leaves after, so after, like, uh, the, the the taking college level classes was when he was about 13, apparently. So now at 16, he says he leaves high school to enroll in college, the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institution, RPI. Uh, what really happened is he transferred out of p- private high school to a public one. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, college and just lied to everyone at the private one that he got an early start at college. Oh my god! <laughs> now, there's two reasons he could have left. We don't really know uh, because, I, again, Patreon.com. We can't fuck some of this <laughs> stuff. I could find out if I just had the ability to pay for 
public records that you still have to pay for. Weird. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com. But one, it's because he was causing too much trouble at school with all of this bullshit. And two, it's because Vera's drinking is catching up to her. And she, when he's about 15, she starts getting really seriously ill. Jesus. Um, so, yeah. Uh, 16, sorry, 16 she, uh, she starts when he's getting uh, seriously ill. Uh, but so Keith can't let his lie, his lies lie. lie. <laughs> he has to keep growing them. So he keeps visiting the old private high school now say, like and, and like bragging sh- about like having sex with college girls and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> what the fuck? That would be so weird. Dude, I'm killing it so much. Look at my bowl cut. <laughs> like, who's he telling this to? The janitor? Yeah, no, no, just, who's who's give, his friend? To give the I... listeners some uh, recognition here, uh, at this point, I, I imagine he's the kind of guy who had the same haircut his whole adult life. Yeah, that yeah, bowl yeah. cut right, we that, showed yeah. you. So, yeah, if you need a, a visual, just imagine a guy that went to the same barber as Bill Hicks. Uh, uh, look him up. Just an image that. Yeah, it's a straight part down the middle. Yeah, straight part <laughs> down about... the middle. Of the, uh, the 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 grunge mullet. Um. So a former classmate, Mark Jackson, not basketball coach, Mark Jackson, a you goofball mean basketball player. <laughs> I'm old. Goofball nerd from New York Prep School, Mark Jackson. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna get you some Hawaiian dreams for this. Ooh. Uh, when he came back for a visit, he bragged nonstop about all these girls that he'd fooled around with at parties. He was also preternaturally hirsute, which is just a fancy way of saying Harry, these private fo- <laughs> school fucks can fucking suck it. I had to look that up. <laughs> you would have to look up hirsute, you fucking no. twink. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> he's, uh, he, he has no hair. He has no hair. He's like a man made of eggshell. He's Arabic and Chilean and has no hair. It's like a Bigfoot. I've seen Arab women with a bigger mustache than yours. That's not wrong. <laughs> They've got better sideburns, too. And uh, bigger dicks, too. So uh, he was he was hairy. He'd grown a 12th grade beard that none of the rest of us could grow, and he kept sticking his chin out and pointing to it. Uh, so that's just a little bit... You're a little... What? I don't what? Know. What it, does that mean? See, that's what happens when you go to a high school with no Mexicans, <laughs> right? Because that, hey, they'll check you. They'll check you. Like, man, I've been having a mustache since I was nine. Like he would have, he would have been. None of this would have happened if he just had some Mexicans to bully him. Yeah, check yeah. out this chin, dude. That's. <laughs> I think that's what checked because I was really nerdy growing up, and what checked me was moving to a, a public middle school that was like half like like placement and then half the local kids and yeah. I got yeah. beat up a lot and then you learn how to fight. I grew up in a 90% placement. <laughs> you either learn how to fight or you learn how to take a punch. Well, both, really. Both, <laughs> and both are, are equally are equally valuable. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you can a guy, scare a guy if you can smile at him crooked after they gave you a good one to the jaw. Yeah. Um, so on the on the day of the beard thing, uh, Keith also brought a former classmate of theirs. Do you remember Matthew? Who, oh, uh, so he started acting as Keith's ser- quote unquote servant of sorts. Uh, <laughs> He's got wait, a boy. Uh, this is a 17 year old Keith. 17 year old Keith 18 had a manservant. Manservant. How old is the boy? Oh, sorry. 18. Uh, the boy is also 18. They're the same age. Wow, Strange boy. They all grew up together. And, he, and now he has a minion. And now he has a minion. Uh, I, I, got, I need. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. This guy sounds pretty fucking cool. Keith is a short guy. I wonder Keith? if he tells the other guy to hunch over. <laughs> like hunch over. You're my minion. Yeah. Carry me on your shoulders. <laughs> it's like Scott Hall around Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm gonna give you a, one, a little bit more Hawaiian dreams here for this. Ooh. Now, he had this valet, this guy, like a sidekick that was setting the stage up for Master. <laughs> like, please, Master, tell us how you did this thing. How did you do that thing? What's the record and the fastest that thing you did? <laughs> All that stuff. It had clearly become a court jester, king, servant, master relationship. <laughs> oh, you mean a sellout comedian? Huh? Jesus Christ. The jester, but he won't say nothing bad about the king. He's not a truth teller. That's not a real jester, bro. That's a fucking m- George Carlin, bro. <laughs> truth to power, bro. You're fucking, you ain't shit as a jester, bro. Jesus Christ, this is nuts. Think for yourself, question authority, bro. This is what I love about digging into cult leaders. Is that they will always develop cults at an amazingly young age. Like yeah. Jim Jones is doing this shit 
<laughs> to like twelve year olds. Yeah, he would take them to um, the uh, the morgue after hours and put them into cos- caskets. <laughs> And show them Frank Zappa, dude, because they don't get it, bro. You don't understand Joe's Garage Volume 3, dude. You got to listen to it in a casket. <laughs> and now I'm going to shut it on you. Pray for forgiveness. Pray for it. Uh, I still don't forgive you. Oh, fuck. Um, so so fat- he has a minion. Yeah, he has a minion. <laughs> He's got a minion. This is insane. That is he fun. yellow? <laughs> Just imagine, <laughs> imagine that pathetic fucking Matthew kid, though. Yo, fucking, no, yeah, no, imagine, wounded. no, we all knew that kid too. Yeah, the dick suckers. Yeah, it's just like, a, oh man, you could be, uh, think, do better for yourself, man. Come on. But it, and it's also like you're part of the lie, like you're in the lie world. You know that you're not yeah, that he's well, these not are in people college. Who've been so beat down that they the the. The role they have in the lie, at least they're the assistant to like, the, I don't know, the grand dragon of the universe or whatever <laughs> the fuck he thought this guy was. I don't think he starts the KKK yet. but I, I feel like the Silver Surfer is basically I this kid. Don't remember Alien Nazis. Oh, future episode in this series. So, yes. <laughs> so it you gets way weirder lot. after the minion. Uh, yeah, the no, minion's that's the, baseline. The, the Silver Surfer. It's like, dude, you have... Superpowers? Why are yeah. you just serving this asshole? Well, that's like half the fucking surfer, uh, Silver Surfer comic book. Yeah, yeah. Him, him com- it's like I hate Galactus. He killed all my people. Why am I here? I just wanted to have a good time. <laughs> or like I'm, I'm Virgil surfer, with, or, or Virgil with the Million Dollar Man. I just wanted to surf. <laughs> the Million Dollar Man with Virgil. Yeah, guaranteed. Same deal. Oh really? Come on, that was absolutely a bullied, beaten down person. Just thinking, well, I'm second in command. I guess I'm better than I was. That's what that's that's I guarantee you that's how he he did this kid. I just don't know the reference. I have no you, you, fucking idea what it, you're talking about. Oh, Virg, <laughs> I, I don't know who Virgil is. Wrestling from like the eighties and nineties? Oh no. He's the, I should know that, but I don't. The million dollar man, Ted oh, DiBiase. Oh, yes. Okay. His bodyguard, Virgil. Okay, yes. There oh, we go. Fucking connections. There we are. Yeah, Take Andre, it. you're <laughs> supposed to get that one. Bob threw it to me, and I was like, uh, I don't know wrestling, dude. Of all the fucking references that hit on this fucking thing, <laughs> this is the a wrestling one goes over people's heads. This is this is my fucking nightmare. We did have a five minute conversation just, about Ayn Rand. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 the worst smelling we're, snobs of all time. We're the Keith Ramirez of the, or whatever the Mike, fuck. How are you, <laughs> Mike? How are you a snob? <laughs> well, I do have a a tapestry hung up. Behind me. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Danny DeVito's fucking love child, and, you, and you're like, but I don't watch wrestling. For, that's that's uh, for the I was a, I was elitist about wrestling when I was a kid. It got me bullied a lot in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, WCW was big in oh, uh, yeah. uh, in the 90s, and I didn't know. It was all over TNT. <laughs> um, so fact, this is all fun and oh, games. Is, but oh, okay. Here's then a fact. Some on, facts. A, on a bummer note, Vera takes a turn uh, toward the middle of Keith's senior year of high school. Um, or sophomore year of college, depending on who you believe. Uh, <laughs> uh, James, Keith's dad, wasn't exactly involved uh, as a father. He later cl- denies that Vera had a drinking problem, saying, if that happened, it was after the divorce because I never saw it. Um, <laughs> I don't think he was paying much attention, and that's why they got a divorce. Yeah, he had 12 yeah. other women. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he never saw it. He was busy. Yeah. But uh, I have a feeling that this is true because uh, when Keith is 18 in 1978, uh, right around Christmas, Vera dies of a heart condition. Uh, R.I.P. Heart condi- uh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, swig a Cuddy Sark for her. There you go. Sw- <laughs> yeah. Swig of aged Cuddy Sark. Yeah, 80s Cuddy Sark. Uh, apparently, she, yeah, she was sick for three years before dying, uh, according to James's dad. Uh, and if Keith, uh, trouble was, childhood was troubled at all, says his father, it's only because his mother was dying for three years, little by little. Uh, <laughs> oh, so he did know. <laughs> so, might have been one of my. <laughs> What's going been, on here? That might I have didn't been know. I told you, been dying every, for three truth, years. It does not exist in this. <laughs> might, might have been one of my other kids. I'm not sure. <laughs> 
I did have 12 other women. Yeah. <laughs> dozens of women. Dozens of women. Yeah. Dies right before Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Just so they don't have, he doesn't have to buy them gifts. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a double edged sword, right? Like, whew. I mean, like, oh man, sucks that mom's dead, but whew, I didn't buy her anything. Well, that's why James sounds so pissed, is because he's like, shit, now I got to fucking take care of this kid. <laughs> oh, the, the kid. Oh. Uh, but he is 18. He's, he's about maybe get out six months and he's going to be out. <laughs> so, so just nice. I'll swindle people or something. <laughs> Go start a cult. Well, well when we get to, we're going to get to his dad in later episodes. His dad's a sleazy dude. Oh, his, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. Everything about him seems like a fella that was loved and appreciated by the male role model in his yeah. life. Sorry. I, I, had, I have never said anything more redundant, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh, a dog. <laughs> This is what happens when you can't just he's, dance on a pole. He's like got long, <laughs> white, flowing hair as like an eighty-year-old. Like, oh it's, no, he's it's, one of those eighty-year-old. Oh, yeah. gross. Wait, was is there a video of him? Yeah, he looks like I've Greg Valentine, him. kind of. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I watched something with him in it. I didn't know what the hell I was watching. So you knew that's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Any guy that old to have that long of shock white hair is still trying to fuck, and it's not okay. Mm, and he no. wears sandals. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sandals with a suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so just a, a, f a few more claims about his bullshit childhood going back to the years between his birth and death because he starts like building his bullshit as he goes. Mm -hmm. So these are lies that he started telling like as he was getting older that have to do with the little gap year. <laughs> we don't have any real information. These are all lies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> claim. At one, he claims that he was speaking in complete sentence like Charles uh, Wallace in A Wrinkle in Time, a book that he admits to reading and loving. Uh, claim. Uh, he At two, he can spell homogenize just from seeing on a, a, on a milk carton one. What the fuck? <laughs> Weird. These are dictator claims. I yeah. <laughs> Claim at four, he understands the rudimentary elements of quantum mechanics. Really? There, that's still being. Uh, what is a four-year-old doing? Is he? Did he? Eighteen. Get... Right. Well, no, he no, says, he at, says four. at claim at four. At four. Wow. So, so what kind of crazy cosmic wood chip from the playground was he staring at? <laughs> or he's oh. like, you know, everything is just vibrating strings. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I grasp string theory now. <laughs> <laughs> There's this many dimensions. Oh, wow. I get it. Let me talk to Einstein, please. He literally says he discovered it like while eating spaghetti or something. Yeah, like. fuck of course, like he grabs like this, this spaghetti and just like, oh, thwing thwing. Yeah, he puts the two ends Stwing of the spaghetti fiwi. together and he's like, oh, it's a loop. I won astrophysics for my mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Time is a flat circle. <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> That that's that's it. He was basically Stewie Griffin, <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Or um, hey, remember the first Men in Black? They're in Vaguely, like yeah, like when uh, Will Smith is in like the the shooting gallery and they're like shooting at all the aliens that are just like hanging out and he shoots the little girl in the head. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he's, he's like. like She's got microbiotics, like she's uh, like got textbooks. microbiology textbook. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and then she's like hanging out with a bunch of monsters. I think she's into some sick shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much this. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, that that is wraps it up for today. That is key oh. birth through eighteen. Oh my god, uh, I, we we have ourselves a winner. This, this is the is... first 18 loops around the sun, Bob. Oh, man. I can't wait for... Oh. It gets so much weirder. Jesus. <laughs> it gets so I, weird. I want to know about the, the and Nazi then, zombies. No one is... So few people are redeemable in this story, which made me feel better because I thought we were going to have to be touchy with some of this. Nah, no, 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 not at all. No. There aren't There's very many victims handful. here. For yeah. all the things he Most did, we're allowed dead. like three autistic jokes an episode. Yeah. We'll take six, but like <laughs> at least we're, we're, we're honest. Hey, spectrum. three of the last four of my girlfriends have accused me of being autistic, and it is actually kind of true, well, so I think I we can get away with it. <laughs> well, yeah, but you don't it actually... Was, it was less of an, accuse, <laughs> an accusal and a, more of an understanding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say more of a prognosis. No, no Arab's that hairless without being <laughs> autistic. <laughs> Well, that's why he's hairless. He's like, oh, it's not, it's not even. It's not even. <laughs> yeah, your body kept plucking itself to be symmetrical. 
<laughs> but that this is uh, Blood on the Sand. This, uh, thanks for listening to our first episode. 9-11 episode. This is Bob Keen at Bob the Bob Keen. At the Bob Keen on Instagram, on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah, and then listen to Blood on the Sand coming out on <laughs> <laughs> September 11th today. Yeah, <laughs> this one. And also uh, listen to the Seagal Cast. Uh, yes, the Seagal Cast. We're uh, eventually going to get back on that. Yeah, we're going to get back on that horse. And thankfully, it's Seagal movies. It's not like they were topical. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not like it's going anywhere. <laughs> so just, yeah, it's very bingeable. We watch a Steven Seagal movie with a uh, a fellow comedian, and uh, we just kind of tear it apart. And uh, well, maintaining an ironic sense of awe mm-hmm. for uh, a truly American cinematic uh, asset. <laughs> <laughs> he's an asset. I yeah, think. no, definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. He's not a liability. He's he's a CIA asset. <laughs> he's a spook. Dude. Yeah, He'd be a liability if he was actually dangerous. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's just he's just really fat now with a, a sword once. Like <laughs> for at one point he was kind of dangerous with his con manness because he conned people into thinking that he was a cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that he was a cop. That he, he that ran. he was a director. You conned people out of sixty-five <laughs> oh, million dollars. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot of dude, money, dude. They spent so much money on, on deadly him. grounds. On deadly ground, that is uh, that 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 was the. Anyway, but that's the Seagal cast. <laughs> So, uh, and then Andre this is Andre Hashem. Hashem at uh, uh, Andre Comedy no, at Hashem for Comedy H A S H E M F O R Comedy on Instagram, uh, Instagram and Twitter. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I spent too matters. much time researching this shit to actually take care of my you're, fucking social media. Yeah, your, your social media and your comedy's uh, falling apart because you're <laughs> reading too much. You're losing your mind. It's fine. It's fine. It's. It's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. I was going to do it anyways. This is just more thorough and organized. <laughs> it's like, how do I quit social media but still risk my sanity? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm going to read about a bunch of cult leaders and, and fucking hitmen and mass serial murderers, yeah. serial killers and dictators. And if you're interested in what uh, uh, me and uh, what uh, my who people I'm interested in have to talk about, I have a pa- podcast called The Habitashery. We got new guests coming in. I'm really looking forward to So yeah. listen to that. And, uh, but also listen to Blood on the Sand because I put more effort into this, frankly, than anything else. So. Listen, we bought <laughs> shirts. <laughs> we bought shirts and we uh, incorporated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. This is where all my uh, f- time and effort is going to. Uh, you can follow me at uh, the Real Mike Stuy. I don't do anything on there. But uh, Blood on the Sand official, please follow us on there. That's our Instagram. We put up stories uh, pretty much every other day. Yeah. We're, 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 we're getting, we're getting better it. at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting, we're kind of new the into the professionalness. By the time you hear this, there will be a lot more going on. Absolutely. So, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll set sail. <laughs> I don't know why I started off with a cruise. Bye. Anchors away, sailors. Sailors.